1: All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away, 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560.
2: All right, we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it very much. Myself, Jeff Kitty, and yep. Uncle Bill with us today. Again, we're out at the Sons of Italy Car Show, and it's not just Italian cars. Really, everything is out here, and it's yep. kind of a, a mismatch, if you would, of, of different cars and, and vehicles, trucks, etc., all out here. And it's a great show, and I appreciate them having us out the food by the way is always fabulous i see folks running around with the italian sandwiches which yep. you have to know what i'm talking about Looks when i say good. that italian burgers i guess they call uh, them it's really good that, so yeah. if, if you're out here you need to get one of those if nothing else to have that and yep. uh, we're talking about uh the worst car miss or automotive miss that are out there as well i've got more to come that's the question of the day lines are open 303-477-5600 jr thanks for holding what can we do for you sir
3: yeah, I guess this is not a myth, but I think it's a lie. You see, advertised on the internet, uh, these plugins—you plug into the 12-volt uh, uh, source, and, and it's supposed to re- uh, give you better gas mileage. You no that? such
2: thing. Yeah, I have, in there It's a scam.
3: <laughs> uh, they got capacitors in there. They got little electronics in there, and that's not a myth.
2: It's a lie. It's a, you're right. Yeah. It's a lie. It's a scam. Uh, that that you can't. Everybody listening, those don't work. It's like the, like it, back in the day where they used to have those things you would you would attach to the fuel line. You'd put this thing around the fuel line. that was supposedly going to atomize the fuel better, give you better economy, and so on. Hogwash. It was all a joke. Yeah, I yep. did it was that a scam. Way. Yeah. Like Slick that. 50 was a scam. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah I, I did that myself yeah. way back when.
2: Yeah, yeah Slick 50 was another know, one that was a big scam. Up. It was supposedly going to impregnate quote unquote the you know the cylinders and the metal and so on and make everything slick and. And, by the way, any of you that know anything about metal know that there's no such thing as, as oil impregnating metal because if you take metal and leave it outside, even in the weather, even without soap and water and other things, eventually the oil will go away. The unit that is the oil was attached to prior, the oil was on prior, uh, it will start to rust. It will go away, and, and there's no such thing as impregnating metal with oil. Slick like 50 finally got sued. It was then determined to be a scam, which most people knew all along it was, and here we are.
3: I did slick fifty, six, uh, slick 50 also. Uh, yeah, I was scammed. Yeah, you,
2: you were scammed. Know. You're right. You but, were scammed. I have, I have
3: a question, for uh, Jeff. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, See ya. Uh, Toyota 4Runner fifth mm-hmm. generation. Do and they, they have a, a, a tow hitch in the back. Okay. Do you know if those have uh, they're uh, um, trailer ready? They are uh, for trailers or that? Is, uh uh the oil cooler in that, transmission coolers, do they have them?
4: Yes, they do. Uh, and on those, depending on what the tow rating is for your vehicle, and you have to check that out by VIN number, right. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know, the big thing that I am going to say right now is is that these People that are selling trailers right now really don't care what you drive. They
2: do not. Sell or rent. They will
4: pretty much put that thing behind anything you're driving. Just about. And
2: no scruples.
4: There is a big problem coming down the road on that.
2: I agree. Uh, I agree because I've seen some things towing them that shouldn't be.
4: Yep, exactly. Uh, They're just selling too big a trailer for the vehicle. Yep. Uh, Bottom line. Yep. They're, they're, they you know, what,
2: what these trailer guys know, and we've talked about this many times on the program. But you know, and I'll say this all the time: just because even the vehicle's towing capacity says it will tow that particular trailer doesn't necessarily mean it should.
4: Exactly.
3: Right. And, and again, that because. On that, tra- on that tra- transmission, on that four runner, is that just go right to the to the uh, radiator?
4: they'll go to the radiator and I've seen a couple of them that had factory auxiliary coolers on them too.
3: Can you overcool that transmission? No. Nope. A transmission be overcooled?
4: No. Good what, luck. What you're what you're going to find <laughs> What you're going to find is is uh, the transmission has to reach a certain temperature for the lockup clutch to work and stuff like that. And they will make
2: themselves do that.
4: And they will make themselves do that. Uh
2: You can't get enough cooling capacity on the vehicle to to do what you're talking about anyway, so it's a non-issue.
4: One of the things that you can do is if you've got a vehicle that you're concerned about the cooling capacity on the transmission, and I did this on my cousin's motorhome, is I added two two two-quart filters into the cooling system, and that added an extra gallon of oil, and it was on a a big uh, 19... 78 vintage Dodge motorhome. Uh, you you couldn't get that thing over 180 degrees, no matter what you were doing.
3: So so, you're, so you you have I mean, more transport, Is that what you're saying?
4: Yeah, cool. you add more fluid to it. It's gonna it's gonna cool better. I'll just put it that way. Cause That's why a lot of the guys on the bigger trucks capacity. will do deep sump
2: pans exactly. and things along those lines, JR. Is again, more capacity or dissipating the heat better. The coolers do help as well, but can you overcool one? No. I, I suppose if you put a you know cooler on the roof, and again, is there well, overkill? Yeah, but you, nobody's ever getting there. That's not an issue.
3: Okay. All yeah. right. Thanks a lot. You bet, Jeff.
2: Okay. Thanks, JR. Thanks, Jeff, too, for that. Yeah, I've never seen a transmission cool too much.
4: Well, they've got the coolers they've got now are self-regulating. Exactly.
2: So you're, you're not so going to anyways. So they open up That's when you exactly need more right.
4: cooling, and they close down when you don't. Great point. Paul is
2: next. Paul, welcome to Drive Radio.
5: Hey, good morning, John. I got uh, contacts earlier this week about that poor overworked transmission guy in Colorado Springs.
2: Yes, actually, I reached out to them. I haven't heard anything back yet, but I will keep trying.
5: Yeah, well, he's trying to do it all since he bought it from the former owner, who was really good. Donnie built racing train. Well, let
2: let him know for sure that you know I, I did reach out. I, I called and I also sent a email as well to them. So let him know that, and I will keep uh, reaching out. And uh, again, if he wants to contact me, I'm I'm always here. That's easy.
5: Yeah, I sent him a note, let him know. But uh, typically, it takes him a day to return a call unless it's um, a thing on the lift. So I understand. And th- as far as the myths go, I got two that you run into all the time. At least I got a little hobby shop at the house, and people with premium fuel—they thinking that premium fuel uh, actually burns hotter and it's nope. going to give them all kinds of more gas mileage and performance. When actually, the octane works backwards.
2: Yep. 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 You're right. correct. We talked about that a little bit earlier, and. In- and uh, no you you are 100% correct and and again there are cer- certain vehicles where you can definitely notice a difference by putting the premium fuel in them and there's some that would require that turbo engines and so on and some of them will even tell you now on the gas you know the gas lid not the cap but the lid you know this vehicle requires x octane fuel and when it says that you better be using that but in general a regular stock vehicle with nothing really done to it not even you know any, any raise of compression or anything paul you're not going to notice a hill of beans but a difference it might feel good but
5: there's no difference well, i've even noticed that a co-worker with it brought a brand new cadillac non-turbo one of those little suvs i forget which alphabet soup it was srx and, she, and so yeah she was not happy with it at all and i said well what what fuel are you burning she said well just you know cheapest thing at the pump said, well a buy top tier fuel and b run a tank of premium and see what you think yes
2: and that's a direct so, injection vehicle that's one of those that will benefit from the difference octane levels because that that engine that technology has the ability to adjust timing and other things to make up for that and in that case yeah you can tell the difference in that one.
5: Oh yeah, she so next saw her the next week. She said, "I can't believe the difference is like yep. a different
2: car." Yep, great but example. Course- and by the way, and real quick, I want to stop there for just one moment, Paul, for everybody listening, because there's so many misconceptions there. What I will tell most people, and Dorsey Johnson and Arvada West used to always promote this. If there's ever any question. Take a really solid, documented look at what you're doing when it comes to mileage, power, and your vehicle. And you can't do that with just one tank. So what I mean is run two or three tanks of a particular blend of fuel in it from that same station, by the way. So try regular, try mid-grade, try premium. See what your fuel economy does. And then after that, you'll know exactly what you need to be doing moving forward. This is really not rocket science, Paul, but most people will never do what I just said.
5: No, they won't, and then they got to adjust that for the season, too. Cause in, That's you know, right. I, I get some marginal right. vehicles on vehicles, at 7,500 feet. In the wintertime, yep. they'll run fine on 85, but in the summertime, I can tell a difference between 87. You and, got it.
2: Well said. You're exactly right. Yes, yes, exactly. Even
5: old, old motorcycles, you know, the old carbureted ones and stuff. I mean, you run premium in those when you're going across Nebraska or Nevada at 120 degrees. That engine would run yep. a lot cooler on premium than on regular.
3: Yep, yep,
2: you're right.
5: And, and the other quick myth was the tire pressure thing. You've talked about it before, especially you rent a car, it drives me nuts. They're always pumped up to max load instead of what's on the door pillar.
2: Yeah, why do they do that, just figuring people aren't going to check and they want to make sure they're safe versus sorry? Or I, I've never figured that one out either.
5: Well, they got young guys in there, hurry up, hurry up, get them processed through. They just look on the tire and out on the door, and then you get a car, and you want to really ring it out and see what. you want to buy one someday, and it rides like a shopping cart because they got 45 pounds of air in the tires.
1: Yeah, yep.
2: yeah, you're right. You're right about that.
5: But on to the quick question I got. This 2001 Grand Cherokee. Okay. I just picked it up from the first owner. You know, one-owner car, 46,000 original miles on it. Wow. Got the Mercedes 47 in it, and I use it as a daily driver. I got three miles of dirt road and go from Monument to Colorado Springs every day, so I don't want to put that miles on my eco diesel. Sure. And I keep getting this annoying EVAP code. And uh, the <laughs> previous owner had replaced a little vacuum <laughs> pest pump
2: uh-huh.
5: under the hood. Jeff and I, and Jeff, I, Jeff and I getting... are
2: laughing. Jeff and I are laughing because that's a pretty well-known vehicle for that. And it doesn't take much but just a little, small, needle-sized leak to cause that <laughs> code.
5: <laughs> yeah. Literally. It, I went through the stuff under the hood. I mean, it's 20 years old, so a lot of stuff under the hood. <laughs> and things, you know, they're just slip-ons. I don't even bother to clamp them. I changed a bunch of that. Now I got it up on the lift, going to start getting underside. But you got to smoke. You, you got to
2: smoke that one. You're, you're yeah. never going to find that, uh, Paul, without smoking it. You, you got to put a smoke machine on that to determine where the where the leak is. You'll never find it otherwise.
5: Yeah, that's one tool I don't have. And uh, you know, the little green service port was loose. to so check the other stuff, and it started out just giving me a 456 uh, four, code, small leak. hmm. And it'll go for a week or two before light comes back on. Change the gas cap, of course. And now this last right. time, I just checked it this morning. It's also giving me a four four two bigger leak yeah slightly bigger leak and occasionally right. occasionally i get out of the car and i get home on a warm day i'll smell of gas vapors.
2: Hmm. i'd start
4: checking yeah. your hoses
2: it's got a leak someplace
5: you think it's at the tank or at the you know they put the canister on this one up under the hood i know i
2: honestly i, I would be doing you a disservice if i guessed again that's one where even if you can devise your own smoke machine some way somehow figure how to smoke that and, and put some smoke in, it and see if you can figure out where the leak is that way. Yep.
5: Well, yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to find
2: I've,
5: it. I've been tinkering for 40 years, and sometime in dealerships and shops. And the one thing I've never had an experience with is a smoke machine and how it they works work. on, a, on a vacuum system.
2: Well, because you, you pressurize it, that doesn't work off vacuum at that point. You're literally, it's a smoke machine that pressurizes the system and pushes the smoke out wherever the leak is. It's not that complicated when you think about it that way. So it's just a pump system that puts a, a, a smoke. Uh, you know, that you can see to the naked yeah. eye. It's not that complicated, and it just tells you where the leak is.
5: Okay, so you got to shut off the purge solenoid and everything so that you can't actually pressurize the system and not have it uh, venting anywhere. Correct. Okay, or close well, that's off great. The
2: vent. Or, yeah, or close the vent off one of the two. But, that, but that's how you do it, and that's really yeah. the only way to find those kind of leaks. And that's where the smoke, honestly, that's where smoke machines were invented for, was exactly what you're talking about. That's where that machine came from. Yeah. If it, it, it filled it. You know that's the that's that you know that's the capitalistic system working the way yeah. it should. There was a need. Somebody invented it, and there you go.
5: Yeah, like a lot of old tools in the old days. Yeah, but, uh, that's right. I want to throw another. And, one. And by there. the way, and
2: the smoke and the smoke machines are still very common practice in in most you know most automotive shops. You know, you, you'll. You'll rarely go to one that doesn't do diagnostics. Now, there's some shops out there that don't get into what we're talking about that won't have one, but if they're doing any kind of diagnostics at all, they'll have a smoke machine. It's all almost right, well, a have-to. Well, it is a have-to.
5: Well, Extreme's a little ways away from me, but I like those guys a couple times I've been in there, so I'll
3: try to Yeah, they've got
2: out. one as well, of course. You know, Geno's you know, down south has one as yeah. well. Um yeah, and, it, you know, depending on how much tinkering you do, you know, you could look to find a used one and just have a kick. I mean, because they work for all sorts of other things as well. I oh, mean, yeah. plumbing leaks in the house. I mean, you can put that smoke machine on but about anything you want to that's a, a closed system where you're trying to find a leak. Works yeah, great my, on I
5: door it on my, my daughter's Dodge Ram has had that band code on it for a better part of five years. and we've There you go. We changed everything. There you Even go. Drop dropped the tank and put a module in and still can't get rid of that code.
2: Yeah, that, again, that's why you have one.
5: I wanted to throw another comment out there that you and I had discussed months ago. I had that Cummins motorhome pusher. Yes, yes, yes. And, and I flushed the radiator. Which I couldn't take it out to have it bo- boiled out. It was just too right. too, too nestled right. in there. Too
2: big. You know, I right. Flushed
5: everything. The improved water pump, new thermostat, did everything, and the thing would just run hot up the hills. And I found out that was a characteristic of those early diesel motorhomes. So I pull, yeah. yeah. pull a mountain, and yep. the thing would. I pull a mountain, and the hot light would start blinking. So I'd open the heater core up in the front of the cab. You know, 60 feet of uh, heater hose plus the heater core. Right. dropped the temperature right. enough to get me over the top. So I finally decided on a tip on an RV deal to kind of make that a permanent deal. I took a brand-new radiator I ordered in for it that fit a Subaru Justy from 1989. It mm-hmm. had one-inch one inlets and outlets. I mounted that up in the front the, behind the grill. Of course, there's nothing up there with the rear engine. Put in a valve for it and... I just did a trip to California, and back it was 116 degrees in the Mojave Desert, and I opened that thing up, and it ran nice and
2: clean. Nice. Just a little extra yep. cooling all it needed. Yeah.
5: yeah, just and it was just teed in yep. or actually wide in. Yep. A wide,
2: yeah, into, there's uh, a misconception. Right? They all think those pushers you know, work really well as far as that goes, but the, the, that airflow in the back of that is not real great, as you know.
5: Well, and I thought when I bought a pusher, I wouldn't have any bugs in the radiator. That was a 97, pretty old, too, and I've since sold it. Yeah,
2: That's a misconception, too.
5: <laughs> but then I found out I got it out of Wisconsin, Minnesota with cottonwood trees, and it had sucked up all that stuff and put yep. it into the front of the radiator. That's
2: right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You got it, Paul.
5: Yeah.
6: All right, all right. John, I'll let you go. You're very Thanks.
2: welcome. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it very much. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. John, Brad, hang tight. Don't go anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
7: At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, Southern Wyoming, and Western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff, Napa Auto Parts.
8: The rebate program with American National Insurance saves everyone money by incentivizing responsible money management. Depending on the cost, customers of Paul Leuenberger will sometimes choose to pay out of pocket rather than making a claim because they'd rather receive the sizable rebate at the end of three years than pay their deductible now. As a result, American National Insurance tends to pay out fewer claims each year compared to the competition, which is in part what gives them an A credit rating. American National Insurance then passes along that benefit to their customers by keeping their rates as good or better than their competition. With other insurance companies, you'd need to purchase extra rider policies at additional cost in order to receive comparable coverage, but American National Insurance rewards personal responsibility. Call Paul Lewinberger now for more comprehensive home insurance coverage at remarkably reasonable rates. 303 6620789. 303 6620789.
2: All right, and we're back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560, and good good listeners stopping by. Felipe from Golden, who calls all the time, just came by, and I appreciate him and giving us an update on his Chevy Bolt and what's going on there. And GM's got, I think they're in a little hot water on some of that. We'll see how that all pans out, but uh, I'm not p- quite positive yet, so... Uh, at any rate, let's go right to the phones. We've got a line open, 303-477-5600. John is next. John, welcome.
9: So, John, i got to get wa- uh, tires for my wife's truck. I've been shopping around. Okay. And she's, she's got a 15-ram a with the 20-inch rims, and holy smokes, the amount of money that they are wanting oh, yeah. for tires for that. Oh, yeah. Now, when I looked online, you know, I did some online shopping for some different prices, and it has... It asks, is it the 17-inch rim or the 20-inch rim? If I could pick up a set of 17-inch rims, will that do any affect that truck at all?
2: No, no, no. I mean, can you put them on? Yes, you can. You can use those if you wanted to.
9: Yeah, because the tires for the 17 that would afford or less that money. truck are
2: probably right
9: about 50 bucks a tire less or more, yes. depending on... But, yes. Um, so you can do that because I was going to see if I could sure. find some seventeen-inch uh, Ram rims online, and uh, usually you can find those for fifty or hundred bucks for the set if somebody's looking to get rid of them.
2: Yeah, um, no, yeah. So, and, and there's and by the way, there's guys out there that have taken off stock wheels and put on, you know, aftermarkets and have those stock wheels for sale. You can find those.
9: Yep. And then the not a bad idea. I yeah. The oh, okay. The other the, thing the ride I will get better.
2: Is
9: there? Oh, well, that's good. There's less of a selection in LT tires for that 20-inch rim, also.
2: Yes, that is correct. Your your tires are limited uh, again because the sidewall. Mm-hmm. You're limited in a lot of areas on on that 20. Now, and again, it depends on the manufacturer. And just again, not trying mm-hmm. to push any brand of tire or anything along those lines, but as a fleet. We've been running a lot of the Toyo brand tires, and we have da- done that now for several years. And we're running open countries on uh, Toyo open countries on a lot of our fleet trucks in all different sizes, 17s, 18s, 20s even. And, and I will tell you that, okay. John, by by all means, we're by far getting the most mileage out of that tire than anything else we've ever used prior.
9: All right, because I just priced out a set of uh,
2: uh, all-terrain TAs on the 20-inch rim, and it's almost
9: 1300 bucks
2: and i as a I man i and I, i'm sorry i got to say this but if i had to buy mm-hmm. new tires i would not buy bf goodrich all terrains i'm sorry i just wouldn't and the reason is they don't balance for well, crap and i'm not the only one out there that will tell you that most anybody that services those tires or does any kind of service work at all i was just talking to jeffs over or jeff over at jc's british and 4x4 a couple of weeks ago about this very same subject and he'll tell you the same thing the bfg all terrains and i i started going away from them clear back in the you know 20 2008 2009 2010 era and and on, they still haven't gotten any better i can you, you can mount a set of bfg all trains on a set of wheels balance them up go to a set of toyos and i'm not exaggerating put half the weight on the truck when you're done on the tires and wheels when you're done i'm not exaggerating
9: okay hmm. all right well that's good to know but the other thing is but finding that LT tire for that 20-inch rim is hard uh cooper Discoverer at3s which is what i have on my truck currently they don't
2: make the LT in that 20-inch. So, all right. Tom. And that's, so, that, that's not, yeah, and what I do on those, just so, you know, for everybody else listening, when I'm looking for tires, I don't do it off of the tire fitment application on most websites. I will go and actually look physically at the, at the tire chart. That has all of the different tires that are listed. That will then, and I expand that to where it'll even tell you what's the weight rating of the tire, what's the ply rating of the tire. Right. You know, on and on we go. You know, I look at the whole gamut, not what does that website tell me my truck needs.
4: Yeah.
9: No, no, I I actually went out and took the uh, size right off of the uh, door panel. What came there? To you the go. Truck. That
2: works too. That works when too. The, yes.
9: When the website. We're saying only this will work, only this will work. But if I put the number in, it was much better. So, um, all right, John. Well, I'll let you know how we do. We're shopping. We want to get them on before the end of September. You know, the snow's gonna fly sooner rather than later.
2: Right. Yeah. And 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 again, I'm just looking real quick. That the Toyo has a lot of application size-wise for that that 20 inch. What what is what is the actual 20 that's on it?
9: 275 60 20.
2: Yeah, there there's a there's an there's a Toyo um, all-terrain tire made for that. I'm looking at it as we speak.
9: And is that an LT or is it a P metric cuz
2: somebody all uh that one happens to be actually even higher than an LT. That's a 10 ply. That's an E series tire.
9: Okay, so E series is 10 ply. So if I can yes. find that, that's good.
2: Uh, right, nothing john, wrong with that, that at all it's going to be it. it's going to ride a little stiffer but yeah, that tire will wear fine because it's a 10 ply yep
9: yeah but the dirt road that we have to go up we need something with heavy tread and that's going to
2: wear exactly you know what i mean yep fully <laughs> all agree
9: john have a good one
2: as always john great phone call appreciate it very much happy to help brad is up next brad welcome to drive radio
10: hey john so I have a poor man's version of a smoke machine that I'd like to share with you. Yeah,
2: share it with us. Yeah, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure uh, uh, Paul is still listening. So yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Brad.
10: Okay. So if you go to Harbor Freight, go to the automotive section. They have uh, a small fluid transfer pump. They're about ten bucks. And then you, you go to you go you buy the cheapest cigar you can buy. You put the cigar into the suction port of the pump and then plumb the discharge into your intake system and just pump away. And that pumps that cigar smoke in there, and it works like a champ.
2: For less than yeah, 15 so, yeah. bucks, you can diagnose <laughs> yeah. any
10: car you got.
2: I think that would work fine. Yeah. 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 Great it idea. Cool.
10: It works great. Cool. Now,
2: do you have to smoke it, the cigar, I mean, when you're done, or do you just kind of use it again? What do you do on that one? <laughs> I do, I'm not a smoker at all,
10: but I me still either. I still find it humorous watching that machine pump that smoke that cigar for you.
2: That's hilarious. So, how, do you like <laughs> yeah. duct tape it to the machine, or how do you get it? You know, how do you get it on the machine? Just just poke it in there, or what?
10: It, it the port is perfect, you can just stick that a big fat stogie right in. You're kidding it me. Just sticks. You're you're kidding not. me, anyway, right? You're kidding. I am not. Kidding. That's hilarious. I am not kidding. That is hilarious. I'll send you a picture. Uh, yeah, I want you to see picture. it. That's
2: great. Yeah, well, for everybody else listening, I mean, that, again, thank you guys for doing that. I mean, yeah, Brad, that's a that's sure. a huge help for for uh, you know our other listener, you know, the, you know Paul that was trying to get that done. So that's awesome. That's great.
10: <laughs> okay, tell me your text number again. I'll text it to you. 307
2: Hang on. Eighty two twenty two. Hang on, I've that's got awesome. But nothing to write it on. That's all right.
10: I am so sorry. Say it again.
2: You're. 307 200 8222. And if you would, just, you know, because we'll put this stuff out, send me the exact pump from Harbor Freight you're using, and I'll put a little thing together and we'll throw it up on the website and have it that way. Okay. I'll do it. Okay. I appreciate that, Brad. That's awesome. Thank you very much. That's fantastic. So, you know what? Listeners helping listeners. That's the way there it works. Know. Nothing wrong That's with that. Good. That's All right. Great. Guys, again, we are live at the. Uh, uh, sons of italy car show we're at 32nd and harlan if you come by i think the show's going until two o'clock so we got a couple hours or an hour and a half or so left we'll be here till one o'clock on air we'll kind of start tearing down at that point but it's a beautiful day come out and say hi it's been absolutely great lines are open by the way 303-477-5600 still have the question of the day the worst car myth i got a few more that i'll add if nobody else does we'll come right back though drive radio klz 560
11: home values are rising 8 10 and 13 percent in some areas Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a low rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720 500 where it's all about you. NMLS 298191.
7: At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria killing surface on our cabin air filters, to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners, to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa. Get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, Southern Wyoming, and Western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff, Napa Auto Parts.
12: J.C.'s 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, J.C.'s British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make J.C.'s British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. J.C.'s British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck. We can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com.
13: Absolute Electrical Heating and Air listens to their customers. After every AC installation, the customer service team at Absolute calls the homeowners to thank them for their patronage. During the phone call, they also ask about the customer's experience with Absolute. The leadership team at Absolute takes customer feedback seriously, implementing company-wide changes based on the responses they receive. Just in the past couple of months, Absolute has hired their first team of boiler techs based on customer demand, so they may serve homeowners with non-traditional heating systems this winter. Normally, HVAC companies have a hard time finding boiler techs because boilers require a very specific skill set. Fortunately for Absolute, techs want to work for a company that listens. Thanks to their 800 Google reviews, averaging 4.9 stars out of 5, Absolute attracts some of the most experienced talent in the industry. Call the team that listens. 720-526-0231.
1: For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
13: Visit the Absolute Electrical booth at the Denver Home Show at the Colorado Convention Center. Be sure to let them know you hear them on KLZ.
0: Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance oil change comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making.
1: BG.
2: All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for listening. Lots of folks stopping by, by the way. We've met several folks that I've now put face to name that call in and voice and all that. So that's always great. That's why we do these, and it's fun to meet people and and, and make that happen. So Richard is up next on the phone. Richard, welcome.
14: Thank you. Uh, I've got a 95 Chevy G30 van. It's a Class B motorhome. I had some front end work done on it. Uh, they replaced the coil springs and uh, the sway bar bushings. They said the rest of the stuff, ball joints and so forth, were fine. Okay. And it uh, still very still wanders as I drive down the road. So I put a steering damper on it, one that has a spring going each way, and now mm-hmm. I can
2: keep it four ways straight. Yeah.
14: Yes. But if but if I have any wind at all, I cannot hardly I keep that thing in in between the lines. So uh, I'm. Open for suggestions.
2: And you just acquired it and it's done this, or is this something that you've had and it's just progressively gotten worse?
14: Uh, it, it was a problem when I bought it uh, about four years ago. And uh, so I had front-end work done on it at that point in time, and I've taken a few road trips. I took it one this spring about 4,500 miles. And okay. if I didn't have any wind or, or oncoming semis, uh you know it was just fine but as soon as i get some wind uh, you know it's a it's a two wheels you know two hand steering all the way
2: right do you know what the alignment settings are on it by chance no sure i don't that because that would be Uh, one thing i'd want to look at is you know what do they have the camber and caster set at because that affects what we're talking about to a great deal the other problem those have as you know is a lot of the weight gets towards the back of that vehicle, makes the front end light, which makes it not want to steer correctly, especially if we don't have the alignment set correctly. And the way to set the alignment is to make sure that whatever you're going to drive down the road within that unit, luggage, water, propane, okay. whatever, all that is right. as it is when it gets aligned. Okay. All right. Because, uh, again, that will affect the thing. front end coming off the ground a little bit. Okay. I now, next question before real quick. Real quick, Richard, before we go any further, what have you done to the back yeah. end suspension-wise, or have you? Nothing. Okay. Does it sit level?
14: Uh, very close. Yeah, very close. When it's okay. fully watered and fully fueled, it's just pretty close to level, yeah.
2: Okay. Is it, and when you look in the back end on the springs, are they on... Are uh, there overloads, or or is it still have some room before it hits the overloads? In other words, what's the back suspension look like? Are we are we you know are we tapping it out, or do we still have some room left in it?
14: No, there's still some room, still still some okay. room on the springs. Good. Okay.
2: Does it have a rear sway bar on it? It does not. Okay, that is one thing I would look at doing, which would help us as well, because okay. some of that sway can come from the back, not just. The front, and that's another one of those. And they make those. That's that's an adaptable item that we're talking about. I would look at doing a nice, heavy—not one of the light ones, but a heavier rear sway bar. I'd want to look at alignment and the specs of to make sure that we're all the way we need to be that way. Uh, I mean, you've gone—you've pretty much gone the direction you need to. But most likely, I'm guessing somebody probably else—you know—somebody else has already had that problem. Probably why they're not owning it now. Uh, Tire pressure. Tire pressure is big too. Tire pressure and the yes. type of tire yes. you're running. Yes.
14: Yes.
4: Yeah, Are you I towing have,
3: anything? Uh,
14: goes, no, uh, I've got no. No towing. Okay. Good. Tires on it, and uh, they they okay. call for 80 pounds in the back and 50 in the front. A okay. 3, 500 GVW rig. So I'll uh, I'll check the, the rear sway bar. Uh, like I say, I did have the steering gear replaced. They can no longer get a new one. I have to settle for reman at, at this point. Correct. And, Correct. Uh, I guess I guess they don't
2: always get remanufactured really good. So, well, is there any play in the steering, or is it tight?
14: It, it seems really tight.
2: Okay, good, good. I mean, if it's tight, there's really no issues that way. I mean, I'm, I'm not worried about the steering gear, and typically steering okay. gear okay. isn't going to cause the problems that we're running into. What we're running into is typically, you know, alignment issues or stability issues. You know, when they start swaying like that, uh, and to, you know coming out of the steering wheel itself as far as the sway goes we've got to figure out yeah. why is that happening is the rear starting to sway and then causing the front to go out is it the front that's causing okay. that you know there, there's more to this than and again I want to see what alignment specs are as well because there is ways to adjust some of that uh, also and, and this is again one of those areas we talk about it a lot on the program you know when you get to somebody that actually can align a vehicle of that size which is also difficult because a lot of guys are gonna say, right. Yeah, I lined it. No, they took a tape measure. They set the toe with a tape measure, and they're sending you down the road, and they no. never did any camber and caster.
14: Right. I I know the cast uh, the caster is is critical. Uh, yes. To keep that thing going straight. Yes. And, and it, you know it may be off. I'll, I'll have that checked.
2: And then again, that's one of those where in that vehicle you typically have to get to somebody that has the ability to have a a mobile alignment machine that has the ability to just, you know, be done anywhere as long as as long as you can roll the vehicle back and forth and they can get the, the calibration of the heads. The newer machines will even compensate for an unlevel floor. Uh, that's the plus side to okay. those. But, you know, there are there are folks out there that have the type of machine I'm talking about. I actually have one in my fleet shop, but you need to find somebody that has that type of machine that can do an alignment on that vehicle. And most regular automotive shops can't. Uh,
14: this place is but they're set up to do framework, and they have a alignment apparatus that uh, you can drive up on and, and take care
2: of it. Okay. So if, uh, they, if it, as long as they can get the dual wheels, not, you know, handled and all of that, you no, should be not, okay.
14: No dual wheels. I'll. Uh, I'll, I'll so you're
2: single a single wheel in the rear. Out. Yes. Oh, that's another. Okay, that's yeah. thank you for saying that. That that helps us as well. They're <laughs> not as stable. Are they a snow tire in the back, or have you got just a no, high, no, are no, no, they're, highway Are they a highway tires?
14: All highway tires, match, that's
2: uh, okay. All right. And E series, I assume.
14: Uh, G series, uh,
2: ninety-five. Mm. Uh, uh
14: yeah, G it was G thirty, so that's a one-ton van.
2: G- yeah, but the tires themselves are they an E series tire, a oh. ten ply, or are we running six plies on them?
14: No, they're they're an LC E, e-, e rating. That's
2: okay. correct. Okay, good. Yeah, e- okay, good. We want an E rating on those. Uh, unfortunately, what we're fighting also on some of this is that that's a vehicle that is borderline of needing dual rear wheels on the back of it. So, yeah, this is something that everything has to be really up to speed because you're going to fight this if okay. not without having dual rear wheels. Okay. And right. they're well, flat on the side, me, uh... and, the, and the wind. The wind is hard on the, the wind is hard on them. Yep. Uh, no matter yeah. what you do, right? Because they're so flat on the sides, you right. know. So and it'll push yes, you around pretty good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I, I appreciate
14: your help. I'll, I'll get this. You're very welcome, Richard. Checked and do a sway bar thing on the back, and then
2: let's see what it does. Okay. Great. I appreciate, I appreciate it very much. And I apologize. I, for some reason, was thinking G30, motorhome, dual rear wheels, which a lot of those had. And I I should have made the connection that it was a single rear wheel so to I, begin with, which makes it a lot harder, by the way.
4: And you need to have somebody that knows those vehicles, and that's hard to find now.
2: Yeah, because that's, you know, even though it's a 95, you know, what is that vehicle now almost – 30 years old? Yeah. Am I getting the, Is that right? Gee whiz. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. I mean, we're not getting any younger, are we? No, no. Holy no. cow. Holy camole. All right. We'll come right back. One more segment left again. We're live at the Sons of Italy Car Show. Randy, hang tight. We'll come right back. This is Drive Radio KLZ 560.
7: At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes and every NAPA part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 NAPA auto parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NAPAonline.com
12: for a location nearest you. NAPA, get the good stuff. You listen to drive radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly. And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place, and oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance.
0: Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change, wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com.
1: BG. Modern windshields help protect the occupants of your vehicle in the event of a collision, so quality counts. In today's vehicles, your windshield has become a structural component of your car. The glass requires a specific amount of pressure to keep your windshield from literally popping out during impact. Even the quality of the resin that clues your windshield to your frame can make a difference. Since they invented windshield repair in 1972, Novus Auto Glass has continued to perfect their technique. Unlike most of their competitors, Novus can repair cracks up to a foot long without sacrificing the integrity of your windshield. Industry-wide delays in the supply chain have forced manufacturers to limit the quantity of glass they sell to individual shops, so you may need to wait longer for a new windshield. The sooner you contact Novus Auto Glass, the better chance you have at saving money with a repair. Contact a Novus location near you at klzradio.com forward slash glass.
2: All right, and we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Jeff Kitty with me, Uncle, my Uncle Bill. Bill Rush with us today. Actually, Dave Hart's in our booth as well, so if you want to talk to Dave about anything on uh, roofs, please come by. We've had a couple of testimonials already from folks that have uh, come in. Uh, Randy is next. Randy, welcome. What's going on, sir? As
6: far as Hello, Randy. <laughs> How are you, sir? Hey. Good. Hey, I had a question for you. Uh, without make, with, I'll make a long story short. Uh, I put some of that epoxy hardener, uh, around my blower motor and the connection, because there was a loose connection there, and now that the blower motor is not wanting to, it'll go off for three or four seconds, I went ahead and got a new blower motor ordered, but, uh, the dealership doesn't want to do it unless I buy the wiring harness, too. They discontinued it in 2018, so I went to Napa to buy the pigtail, and they can't get it either, so... I went ahead figuring it was a oh, short, no. but now that it's going out, I'm thinking it's uh, a blower motor. So I got the whole blower motor coming. Yeah. But, but I epoxied it with that epoxy hardener. You but you you need to do buy a pigtail. I pig need a razor from, blade.
2: No, no, no. Listen, listen, Randy. Just buy another pigtail from one of they the you know, sal- Let me let me finish. Buy a pigtail from one of the salvage yards that's out <laughs> there. We've got plenty of them around town. Uh, buy a, just oh, yeah. buy a pigtail that way. You can actually even go to, I think it's it's uh, carpart.com. You can even find one there yeah. and have it. Sh- they'll tell you if there's one even local in all of the different uh, you know salvage yards that we've got around. They'll tell you where one is. You can even buy one and yeah. have it shipped directly to you. Buy a used pigtail well, I, and I do think, it that way.
6: I, I think I can get one at Sedalia uh, because they got many, many of those Cherokees out there. Okay.
2: Well, that works, too, uh, then. You buy a
6: pigtail. but. But my question was, can I? Is there anything I could spray on there to break that down? Nope. Or, or, nope. I mean, is there something that'll nope. do it?
2: Nope. There is not. That's why it's and called the epoxy. Razor,
6: the only thing would or maybe a, my only other option would be trying to Just get it off with a razor blade, trying to etch it off. Buy a five is or ten dollar be
2: pigtail from a used place yeah. and be done with it. You'll be ahead. You'll love okay. life. Yes, All right, thank much better. So. You're very welcome, Randy. Okay, yeah, good, on that sure. case, just by yeah. And, and by the way, I should I should talk about. it. We should get those guys on at some point. By the way, and that's a that kind of a father-son deal. They've made a boatload of money doing that that CarPart. dot com uh, website. But what they've done is put an aggregate site together for all of the used parts that that the used part um, businesses have registered with them to do. But there's not too many that are not a part of their network now. And essentially what they've done is they've gone out and, and, you know, put a program together Mm software-wise to really find where all of these parts are across the country. And they've got a great way of even deciphering what part you need, what was the original number, how does that break down into the used world, and all of that. And and I will tell you, you can pretty much find anything you need out there used, as long as it's on a – In his is a regular, you know, regular type vehicle. I mean, some of these exotics and stuff, no, not talking that. But on a regular, this is a Jeep Cherokee you can yep. pretty much find anything you want to find that way. And it's not that expensive. It's a, it's a, it's. A, by the way, these guys did a fabulous job of, of putting that deal together. You can find doors, mirrors, hoods, Everything. headlamps, and you name it. You, you want something yep. used, and, and that's the only option you've got, which in this case, if he can't buy from Dealer or Napa, that's really your only option. Go buy that pigtail, and away you go. And no, we don't. That's why in the industry, just as a side note, we don't use epoxy on – those types of situations because that's what happens. can happen. That's you don't want happened. to epoxy something that you may have to take apart on down the road. Now, I will also tell you that the, and uh, Larry or Charlie, correct me in my ear, is it Bond Dick or Bond Dicks? It's it's Bond Dick, I want to say, B-O-N-D-I-C. Am I saying that right, uh, Larry and Charlie, say in my ear? C, with a C. So it's Bondic with a C. I have tested that product. I get a, did a review for that on Fix-It Radio a few weeks ago, and I have tested that product on my own. Actually, my Uncle Bill and I both kind of did. We mm-hmm. took my seat apart on my Dodge Cummins, my 3500. The lumbar support had a crack in the lumbar support uh, apparatus. That's probably the best way for me to say it. It's hard to explain on air how that works. But it had a split down the plastic piece of the lumbar support that I had to fix, and I wasn't going to try you know, using anything else because epoxy and so on. I didn't think it was going to hold in the fact. You know what? Everybody rants and raves about that that Bondic product. It's a a product where you apply the glue, Mm -hmm. and then you use an ultraviolet light to energize the glue. And I thought, you know what? This will be a perfect test for it. I can talk about it on air. So I did everything the way I needed to, sanded the parts down, got a nice fit, got everything cleaned off, used some acetone to clean everything off nice and neat. I put a layer of that on, I use the ultraviolet ray, you know, the ultra ultraviolet light to dry it. I then and they tell you specifically I put another layer then on top of that layer and they tell you to do this exactly. I did exactly that, let all that dry, put it back together, works like a champ. So that's another product that a lot of folks may or may not know about, but it's B O N D I C Bondic. It was invented by a dentist. I did some research on it, even since Fix It Radio. A dentist invented that to do dental work with. And they sure. found out that, hey, this stuff not only works there, but we can use this in other areas. Why, why don't we? So he started marketing that. And it's not a super fancy website, by the way, that you go to. But you can either buy it online, buy it from Amazon. I'm guessing as it gets more and more popular, you'll be able to buy this stuff at the local hardware store probably at some point. I'm guessing he's working on the, the distribution end of that and getting all of that dialed in. But eventually, you'll be able to buy that stuff, I'm guessing, pretty much anywhere. And does it work? um yeah it works it, yeah I, it works. I was shocked actually. <laughs> yeah, i was too i didn't because i wasn't holding much hope for it yeah, i'm like yeah, no, we're not adding anything let's give it a whirl we'll see what happens it looked like gorilla glue when we started and it did and <laughs> yeah. it, you, you use that ultraviolet little pin light thing on it and yeah. you light it up and it dried and it worked out fabulous so all right paul is up next paul welcome how are you sir good,
6: how you guys doing? good paul Hey, I just wanted to comment on uh, on Geno's Auto Service. I had some work done from them this week, and uh, having the loaner car was really, really convenient. And so far, it looks like they did a pretty good job.
2: They're good people, Genes a, or not Geno's. Steve, Steve Steve Horvath, who owns Geno's, uh, and actually Geno was his brother. That's where the name actually came from. Uh, great people, yeah. I mean, I can't say enough about Steve. He's on air with us here, you know, time and time again, and just a good, good solid individual. Really looking out for his customers, and uh, which, by the way, is a lot of our listeners. And just a great guy. Great shop. Yep.
9: Absolutely, they, and I got to tell you that that loaner car really helps a ton. They,
2: you know, it does. Big it just makes things more convenient, doesn't it? A hundred percent, and then
9: some. <laughs> it, yeah. it really awesome.
2: helps a lot. Awesome. So, That's good. Goodbye. Good to hear. Paul, thank you. I appreciate that very much. Great testimonial for the folks we have involved with us here on Drive Radio. Uh, Mike is next. Mike, welcome. How are you?
6: Fine, John.
10: Thanks. Um, yeah, real quick, I was wondering, are those glass cleaning cloths, are those available at parts
3: store, uh, car parts stores, and about how much do they run?
2: I don't know if Napa – I'm sure they do. Hang on, let me look real quick. I'm guessing that Napa sells those. I don't know why they – I don't know why they wouldn't. Um, and it, for everybody listening, real quick, what Mike's talking about is, is you know we had a detailer on with us. Uh, Mike from the, uh, the man cave was on with us a while back and talked about uh, how to properly clean glass and so on. And the the problem is most people use the wrong equipment, even towels if you would, when it comes to cleaning glass. And you want something that is non-lint, that is kind of a either either a, a full cotton and or it's a terry cloth type towel. But they are a glass towel only, and I would assume that Napa would sell them. It looks like they do; they sell a microfiber glass towel. So, yeah, Napa sells them.
3: About how much do you know? Uh,
2: I am guessing, depending upon how you buy them. If you buy a two-pack, about twenty bucks or so, fifteen to twenty bucks, depending upon you know the store, the price, and so on.
10: Okay. Uh, you said they're microfiber or cotton. These are microfiber polish. glass
2: towels, and th- and this this is from uh, Ball Camp. That's a how uh, do uh, I want to say accessory line. Yeah, that's yeah. Thank you. That's Napa's accessory line, Ball Camp, and they've got them. It's it's a it's a microfiber towel. The two the two pack is a seven sixty forty five fourteen part number. So seven sixty forty five fourteen. Okay. All right. That's all I need to know then. Thanks. Uh, You betcha, Mike. I appreciate it very much. All right, guys, I think with that, we've only got a couple of minutes left. I've got a couple of other car myths that uh, I would actually like to share just because it's appropriate to what we're talking about. One of those being, and again, this has come from the auto world more than it has the consumer world, and that is if I've always used Quaker State, I can't use Pennzoil. If I've always used Pennzoil, I can't use AMZOIL. If I've always used AMZOIL, I can't use Mobile One, none of which is true. That's right. You can mix mix them. There's no reason why. No. Nope. Uh, they're all the same. The, there is n- no The engine doesn't know in fact we no. I've done oil analysis over the years. The oil analysis coming back won't tell you what brand of oil it is. It will tell you what the viscosity was. It will tell you what contaminants have been in it, what additives have broken down, but it has no idea what brand of oil it was. So there is no way to know. So the car and the engine doesn't know. So this myth of well I've always run X oil, I can't switch. Or I've always run standard oil, I can't run synthetic oil. Or I've always run a blended, I can't run synthetic. Or I've run synthetic, I can't switch back. You can. You can. Okay. The only issue that I've ever heard of, and again, I think some of this is a wife's tale, is some of the synthetics have different additives in them. So if you've got an older vehicle with maybe a little harder seal, and you put synthetic in it, do you have a chance of it leaking past the seal? A small chance.
3: Very
4: slight. I know on the Chrysler rear differentials you put synthetic oil in those and that that in the transmission cases it'll actually come through the pores
2: synthetic gear oil yeah in that case yes yeah and and, yeah different scenario than we're talking with engine oil but anyways that's one of those you the the myth of i can't switch between oils is my point It, it is a myth uh by the way The biggest myth of all, we talk about it a ton, most people know this already, but the 3,000-mile oil change, that's a myth. It's gone. It no longer exists. In general, even on older cars with the modern oils, we got Mm 5,000 is kind of that now new minimum, and some cars can go much higher, and some cars can't. It depends on the vehicle and what you're trying to do and so on. But, guys, with that, we're going to get out of here. Dave, thanks, as always, for coming by. Jeff Kitty joining us today and helping out as much as as he has, and I appreciate it very much. He's always a great great help. And producer Ann with us today as well, and my Uncle Bill Rush. So, guys, thank you you very much. If you missed anything, remember, you can always catch it via podcast on the website, drive-radio.com. Don't forget, Sportsman of Colorado is coming up next. We're going to get out of here, though. I'll see you guys all Monday for Rush to Reason, 3 o'clock each day. Have a great afternoon, guys, and a great weekend. God bless you all. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
1: Still haven't had enough.